Good morning, and we welcome to the program at this time Erin Halchin. She is the Republican candidate for the 9th Congressional District seat. And uh, good morning to you, Erin. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's great to have you on uh, the program this morning. And, of course, uh, some people uh, probably know you uh, your name from uh, uh, your time in the uh, Indiana legislature. But uh, can you kind of uh, tell us a little bit about your, your background and things of that nature? Sure. I'm a small business owner. I've got a PR company. We uh, help law enforcement clients, mostly law enforcement clients, communicate the good work that they do. I was compelled to do that in uh, 2019. Um, not a great time to start a business right before COVID. <laughs> but we um, we uh, have grown that, and um, that was certainly something that I'm very proud of. Um, served in the state legislature, graduate of IU, uh, married three kids in Salem, Indiana. Uh, served for U.S. Senator Dan Coates as his regional director for the southeast part of Indiana, including the congressional district lines that are currently um, – uh, going to be um, the new district come November. And um, grew up in Scottsburg. My dad was a dentist. My mom stayed at home. And i um, just uh, really happy to um, have had the opportunity to serve uh, the state and our country. And I'm ready to, um, to go take the fight to Washington. And, of course, you'd uh, mentioned your time in the legislature. I understand that was the uh, 47th uh, Senate District uh, since uh, 2014. And uh, uh, that encompassed, uh, like, uh, a lot of Senate districts and House districts, for that matter, uh, several counties. And, of course, uh, you're uh, running into that that same thing here, but uh, looking at 18 counties uh, should you be elected on uh, Tuesday. Yes, that's right. My Senate district was uh, was five and a half counties, um, and it was, you know, two hours end to end. Uh, this is 18 counties, but it's about two, two and a half hours uh, to the forest point. Um, but it is the same area that I worked for Dan Coates, and that's what compelled me to run for the state Senate. I was serving as a representative in the district for uh, Hoosiers, including my Senate district. And uh, my senator was a 26-year incumbent who was a Democrat, and um I thought I'm representing people. I can do a good job for uh, my fellow citizens uh, in that role because of the knowledge and experience I gained uh, on the ground for Senator Coates. And, um, you know, we won in 2014 and served there for eight years until until now. And um, same thing, I'm compelled to go um, try to solve these problems, these, you know, major problems that we face. Uh, certainly under the the Biden administration with inflation, uh, border security, public safety, and just putting parents back in charge of education. And that's the thing with uh, in the uh, whether it's the uh, federal level or the state level, you deal with uh, several issues and things of that nature. But uh, as far as uh, some of your work in the Indiana Senate, before we uh, move into the uh, the federal race, uh, what are uh, some of the uh, uh, committees that you served on in the Indiana Senate? So I served on several committees um, in the Senate. We've got some full and part-time committees. I was the ranking member on the Tax and Fiscal Policy Committee. I also served on the Elections Committee, Family and Children's Services, Homeland Security and Transportation, Veterans Affairs, uh, Commerce and Technology, and Utilities. And uh, fast-forwarding to uh, now, uh, you, you kind of indicated what uh, you, uh, prompted you to run. Uh, are there other th- things or issues that uh, prompted you uh, to run for Congress? You know, I'm looking around at the crippling inflation that we have under a 40-year high and uh, 
it certainly, um, you know, we were on a trajectory during COVID, but, you know, after the Biden administration took over, it has skyrocketed, literally skyrocketed since, um, since COVID. So um, we have to get spending under control, and uh, that is our future. That is, you know, hurting families right now. Uh, and I want to be part of the solution to try to solve those problems. So that's what compelled me. Um, the border is another issue. We've got record amounts of fentanyl coming across the border, and um, that makes every state a border state, every community a border community when we've got fentanyl flooding across the border. And, um, you know, we had 3.8 million crossings uh, at the border under the Biden administration and almost a million getaways. Uh, those are people that we, you know, have no no record of um, coming into the country. That's not secure. That's bad for our national security. Um, and uh, I can't just sit by on the sidelines when, you know, I can go and be part of the fight. And uh, some other issues, of course, uh, this is not, uh, there are some who are talking about it, but, uh, you know, really it seems like in some circles it's it's not so much an issue, but uh, the, the uh, I understand that you're, of course, uh, pro-life and also a pro-Second Amendment. Yes, I am. And, um, you know, that's not been the, the major issue that is driving voters right now. Uh, they're concerned, as I am, with the kitchen table issues, uh, you know, the rising price of food and gas. Um, you know, I feel it every time I go to the grocery store, uh, every time I fill up the tank. So I know that families are feeling that too. Um, but, but yes, I am pro-life. I am pro-Second Amendment. I've, I've been um, given the A-plus rating by the NRA, which is a, which is a difficult feat. Um, and certainly we've been endorsed by uh, Indiana Right to Life and the Susan B. Anthony List. And the National Right to Life. All right. And then, uh, Aaron Houchin, you also uh, mentioned your uh, your business, and it's uh, primarily dealing with law enforcement. And uh, I know that's another uh, top issue with you is uh, backing the blue. That's correct. Um, we, uh, when I was in the legislature, I fought for and got in the state budget of pay raise for the Indiana State Police that um, they hadn't seen any pay raises for eight years. And um, so, you know, I fought for that. And you know, certainly that's near and dear to my heart. One thing I didn't mention is I, I did spend the first half of my career before going into politics. Um, I spent the first half of my career in child services. So I've seen firsthand the hard work of our law enforcement officers and uh, the way that things have um, trended nationally with, uh, with the way that the police have been treated, you know, efforts to defund the police, um, to... Um, you know, mar the good work that they ha are doing on behalf of our communities, the very dangerous and difficult work. Uh, that was very hard for me to, to just watch. So, um, but yes, I'm, I'm endorsed by the Indiana State Police Alliance and the uh, FOP uh, because of our strong support uh, over the years for uh, our officers. All right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll continue our conversation with Aaron Halchin, the Republican candidate for the 9th Congressional District seat. And that's coming up right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. 
Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our conversation with Aaron Houchin, the 9th Congressional District candidate uh, in the uh, Republican uh, side of things, as far as that's concerned. And uh, as far as the uh, campaign, Aaron, uh, getting out and about, uh, what are uh, some of the things that uh, you've been hearing? And also, what kind of reaction have you been getting to your campaign? You know, we've had an overwhelmingly positive reaction. We have been at this for, you know, the several months, and it's coming down to the last few days, and uh, we are feeling the momentum as, um, you know, early voting is showing that Republicans are getting out to the polls, and that's, you know, certainly a good sign. Uh, People are excited and energized to go vote. Um, They want to send a message, I think, uh, that they're not going to take these policies um, of the Biden administration, and they're going to stand up against that. Uh, inflation, the border, all the things that we've talked about um, this morning. Um, and then, you know, one other issue that is, has been top of mind is just this issue of education and what our kids are being taught that all parents, and, and I'm one of them, uh, realized um, once we were at home with our kids, seeing what they were being taught in schools. And, and um, that's been a huge issue on the trail as well. Yeah, and that kind of harkens back to uh, what happened with uh, in Virginia, for example, uh, when uh, Glenn Youngkin was uh, elected governor. A lot of the parents uh, rose up against uh, what they were uh, being taught and things of that nature. So it sounds like uh, you know, it's pretty much uh, still pretty much in play, if I'm uh, not mistaken. It really is, and there's a you know I think a, a high number of new school board candidates, and that has made you know these school board races very very important. Um, in the community, um, you know, to, to do your research on these candidates and, and who's going to be supportive of, of parents and students. Um, and um, that's, those are going to be important races on Election Day, too. And uh, if you're elected, uh, what do you uh, hope to accomplish uh, not only for your constituents, uh, but the country as a whole? You know, I want to be in the fight. Um, I want to try to turn this country around away from the policies of, of the Biden administration, which are clearly hurting Hoosiers, uh, you know, this record inflation and now the control spending, getting ourselves back to energy independence. Uh, we were energy independent under President Trump for the first time in 40 years, and now we are um, selling our strategic oil reserves. Um, and, you know, that is supposed to be reserved for natural disasters and emergencies. And um, that's not going to be good for the future. And, uh, you know, in addition to that, uh, trying to come up with um, solutions to the border crisis, cracking down on uh, these soft on crime um, district attorneys that are you know, not following the law, um, encouraging uh, and supporting police and uh, putting parents back in charge of their kids' education. And then finally, I would say that we are under a, an, unaccount, an unaccountable government bureaucracy. Um, there's a lot of things we can do with passing laws, but as long as the bureaucrats still make the rules, um, you know, that, that takes the power away from the American people and puts it in the hands of people who were never elected to make decisions that impact their daily lives. So that's something that I... Um, certainly want to dial back and um, return the power uh, to the people of America and Indiana. 
And as, if your party should uh, roll on uh, to a victory, uh, of course, uh, you know, taking control of the House and possibly uh, the Senate on uh, Tuesday, and uh, but in particular uh, the chamber you would serve in if elected, and uh, a lot of people are speculating that uh, Kevin McCarthy is uh, next in line as uh, Speaker of the House. Uh, is would he have your vote, or is there uh, somebody else that you have in mind, or uh, have you uh, uh, considered that yet? Well, I think that it would be premature to um, to say that, um, given that we we haven't gotten through the election. However, I can say that uh, Leader McCarthy, I believe, will be the only candidate, um, and that uh, members of of all of the different <clears throat> caucuses have pledged their support to him. Um, he has done a good job, um, from my observation, in bringing everybody together um, to put forth our plan for. Um, Fixing the country, which is the commitment to America, um, which covers the pillars, some of the pillars that I talked about, namely, it's, you know, getting back to an economy that's strong, uh, getting back to a nation that is safe, getting back to um, a future that's free for our for our children and then um, restoring uh, government accountability. All of those things are what Republicans are going to do um, when we take the majority. And Aaron Houchin, anything else uh, before we uh, let you get back on the campaign trail? I just want to say I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to continue to serve. Um, you know, should we uh, win on November 8th, um, we're going to be uh, back around uh, in Indiana, and um, our focus is going to be doing what's best for the people of, of the district that we represent. Um, we've been on the trail uh, this week. Um, we'll be in uh, Switzerland County and in Franklin County um, today, we'll be on uh, the trail through the weekend, um, and we're just very excited uh, for the opportunity to start to be uh, part of the solution um, in the next Congress, and I'm grateful for the support. Get out to vote on Tuesday. All right. Well, Aaron Halchin, Republican candidate for the 9th Congressional District seat. Uh, we appreciate your time this morning. Thank you for joining us. Stay well. And uh, quite possibly, uh, if the opportunity presents itself, we look forward to talking to you in the future. Sounds great. Thank you so much.